Uh, thanks for joining us for another case cast from St. Mary Mercy Hospital. I'm your host, Dr. Dominique Hill, the Associate Program Director, and today we have the pleasure of talking with our Chairman of our Emergency Department, Dr. Michael Calise. Welcome, Dr. Calise. Thanks, Dr. Hill. So today, uh, you wanted to talk to us about the seven elements of effective negotiations, and why did you want to talk about this topic? First of all, these podcasts, I'm sure, all great medical information, but I think these are skills that, as physicians, we're not really taught in college or even medical school, but it has something to do with what we do every day, whether it's with our family, it's with our patients, and then with our contracts and other issues within our life. So I think this is a great life tool. That sounds great. Why don't we dive right in? So first, let's begin talking about developing a good negotiating relationship. How do we do that, Dr. Khalees? Yeah, information I'm going to provide you is pretty much adopted from Getting to Yes by Fisher and Uri. Um, really great book on negotiation. We're talking about relationships. One way to do that to start off is address any differences and conflicts that you or they may have. And one of the biggest things I see is separating people from issues. You know, we have a problem. I'm mean, at chairman of the department. I deal with problems in my department. But 90% of the time, it's process-related. And you can focus on that. 10% people, and you can make those decisions. Um, I had a nurse manager in my long past when I first was chairman. She was an amazing nursing director. She demanded excellence and care. She could maintain the relationship. She uh, separated the issues from the people. She could fire someone, and in the next minute, she's going out to have a beer with them. It was amazing. So it's not personal. It's business. And you set business standards, but yet you can still have a personal relationship. Okay. Uh, traditionally, um, you know, relationships also, even like in your marriage or anything like this, invest in them, it's planning, preparation. Um, you need to work and build to maintain relationships and always be respectful. In a negotiation, you want to be trustworthy and you want to be unconditionally constructive, even if it hurts. You know, and be positive in any negotiation. Negativity just kills or stops any free thought uh, or movement forward. Agree. It is very important to stay respectful and to provide actionable feedback or also known as constructive criticism. Okay, so we've got that uh, taken care of. Now, what are some core skills for effective communication? Yeah, one thing is I think communication takes practice. You know, one thing we talk about with communication is the act of listening. We all, when we're having an issue or discussing with someone, we want to get our point out. So as they're talking to you, you're trying to think of what you're going to say in your next comment. We really need to overcome this tendency and habit. It interferes with good listening. You know, you've probably heard the thing, two ears and one mouth. So listen twice and talk once about the ratio of what you do in a good communication. Active listen. Um, Again, to the person, don't listen for your next statement. Um, you want to talk, you want to get out issues. You also need to acknowledge what has been said and felt by the other person. Um, demonstrate to the other negotiator that you heard them, you understand. One good technique, good negotiator to use, they paraphrase what was said to them. That way, the person on the other side knows what they heard or they summarize. They speak to understand, so they ask the other person for explanations about what was discussed. Um, when you speak, speak about yourself and not them. Because once you start 
working on them or their issues, you put them on the defensive. So by thinking about yourself, you make your issues, your critical issues on the plate. Uh, know that you feel what you feel about the problem, so it humanizes it. Use I statements instead of you statements. Additionally, core skills within communication is just developing basic questions, um, empathetic questions, like can you explain? So it's kind of trying to draw out what their positions are. Um, and also another question, a good sentence to use is what do you need to? It kind of draws out also them out uh, to get their stance on the specific issues that you're trying to negotiate. Those are all great things, especially that uh, uh, repeating what someone has told you, because that really lets them know that you're listening to them. So next, uh, we'll discuss uh, what what are people's interests? Like, how do you get at what people really want? Yeah, so you go to framing and integration. And after drawing out the information, you kind of paraphrase, uh, use your own words, the very concept and key interests that you may have. And summarize all the main points uh, that have been up for discussion. Sounds simple enough. And what about trying to figure out what other options or alternatives you have in a negotiation? How do you go about getting there? Yeah, you know, you got to have the options. One thing you don't want to go is this is my one stance, and that's it. What you want to do is design many options, not a position. You want options that meet both your and the other person's interests or needs that were learned through the communication, negotiation, and listening that you develop. And you want to design options. The options must be transparent. It must meet the interests of both parties. You know, the whole, you've probably heard of the whole win-win situation. You want to maximize where your interests meet, which creates opportunities to make a settlement or negotiation. Uh, last but not least, how do we um, effectively talk about legitimacy and commitments? Yeah, one thing is you'll want to know is, you know, when you don't agree or what your BATNA is. And that's the best alternative to a respected agreement. So you'll want to know what is your bottom line before you go in, have it thought out. Also, it would be good if you can, you know, their bottom line in in a negotiation, you pretty much want to make their bat no worse than yours. So make them have to come to the table and come to a resolution. So legitimacy, um, the way you talk about is persuade each other uh, that we are not ripping each other off. So for legitimacy, the term fairness is always good. It's a governing consideration. Um, when you talk about what you need, try to frame it within fairness. It legitimizes your preferred options. It also shields you against um, unfair proposals from the other side if you frame it around fairness. And fairness should legitimize both the process and the outcome. Sounds like very, uh, very wise words. So, Dr. Cleese, if you had a couple pearls that our listeners could take away from today's talk. Listen twice before. Try to use open-ended questions. Use I statements. When you're in a negotiation, not you, because it puts the person on a defensive. I would frame your position around fairness. It pushes your issues forward and also, I think, provides you some coverage in case someone's coming towards you with an unfair request. You can frame it in fairness. Know your bat that if you can't.
agreement, know that your alternative is better than a bad agreement. And then the last part would be just get commit at the ending. Don't commit at the beginning and identify implementation issues and time frame that that is going to occur. Well, Dr. Cleese, thank you so much for taking the time to, to discuss uh, these great um, concepts in terms of becoming effective negotiators. I'm sure this is something that we definitely use in our life very regularly and in, in our jobs. So I think this was a very important topic to discuss today. So I really want to thank you for discussing it with me and our listeners. Yeah, thanks for giving me the opportunity to. I mean, this is an excellent school for emergency medicine and it's nice to break away from all these uh, webs being on medical issues and have something that helps us not only in our life, but in our job. Thank you. Well, thank you. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in again. Until next time, bye-bye.